appreciated. Thank you for having me, Becky. Thanks for being here. You got it. So I had the privilege of being in a program with a major women's influencer, Kathy Heller, over the last couple of months. And Maria was a part of that program and also a predominant, um, I would even call it mentor in that program to me. So I couldn't wait to share all the things that she does in her world in real time and how she is holding space for women. Thank you. Yes, um, we met at the Kathy Heller's course. It was amazing. And I appreciate you saying that I was a mentor. Um, I believe she is, and as well as all the women that were in that community were mentors. Um, we all come from different walks of life. Myself, um, I have just turned 60 years old in March. I have been in the wellness field for many years. Um, it's always been my, I would say, side hustle or your passion. Um, growing up, I was the person that um, ran around the block trying to get fit and believe that, um, you know, your, your physical body is very important, but it's also learning that it's not only your physical body, but it's your mental body, your physical body and your spiritual. So as a wellness expert, thank you for saying that. I feel like I'm always in learning. Um, as you age, you learn um, really what benefits your body, um, what benefits your mind. I'm grateful to say that I've healed myself of an eating disorder in my early 20s. I've done a lot of coaching around um, for women in the eating disorder arena. And um, as a mom of four, that was a gift because basically um, the doctors had said to me at that young age, um, how you're living your life, Maria, um, you will not be able to have children. That was an aha moment for me to hear and to realize um, that's not the path I choose to take. So that path led me to, it's an inside job. So you have to work on you and how do you do that? Um, and that aspect, I believe of myself is that person of the motivator. I had to motivate myself. I had to seek and search. Um, at that time, there was nothing really out there as, you know, there was a little bit of um, positive psychology, there was support groups, but it was all basically around addiction, which eating disorder really is, except that, you know, you have, need to eat to live, I don't need to necessarily drink. So um, I've learned through programs that I was uh, involved in, and also then took that information and became a speaker for the Anorexia and Bulimia Association. So that has been something that I've always done um, to help someone else. I think I'm that teacher, that helper. When you said with yoga, yoga was the first opportunity that I stopped really running. I've always been in fitness. So that is a benefit, but it can also be a detriment if you utilize it to um, pretty much propel you too fast. You don't move. You're more of the machine versus um, really recognizing and I'll say to people today that you um, your physical body is the vehicle that you live through your life so if I need to put in certain um, fuel and the best fuel how am I fueling my body and in order to have it work efficiently and also to be able to have it forever to the best of its ability because I really believe that the body can heal 
whatever ailments, whatever things that um, one gets in one's life. I also believe that sometimes we call in those lessons that um, we didn't even realize that um, we were calling in for lessons. And I truly believe um, for the eating disorder was a lesson, a lesson to realize how A, um, you can break the body down, but the body can heal given the right nutrients, but given the time, um, given, uh, you know, so many things that are involved in that. And everybody's kind of road is different, yet I do think that there's a similar theme and, um, and being vulnerable to share and say, um, you know, food's not the issue, body's not the issue, what's going on inside? And to become ultimately your own, um, you know, what I'll say is my own healthcare advocate, my own advocate for myself. Um, and I think we found that out to be so true in these last two years, realizing that um, we had to take care of our immune system. If you're not taking care of your immune system, mm. it breaks down and you get sick. Um, and there's other outside influences that are coming in, but you can also um, you know, stop that in many ways, whether it's, you know, if you're mental, it might be mentally like not making sure you don't, you turn off your news, making mm. sure that you, you, um, choose good music, you get outside and, you know, see some sunshine and see some birds and, you know, get some nature in. So I think as a world, um, we've had to look at that piece. Um, and that's where the wellness toolbox I've created is like, what is mine may resonate with you, but you truly have to come up with your own toolbox for you. I do believe that there are certain things that are needed in everyone's toolbox. And, um, and that is a practice, which is when you said yoga, I, that stops the body and the mind. It gives it opportunity to pause and you're able to actually hear what's actually going on. Cause I don't think this world we're so inundated with noise that do you actually, can you actually tell your own voice? How can, can you actually hear it? And, and I believe our body speaks to us um, and then we're not listening. And, and I'll often say it becomes disease because it's in dis-ease. And if it gets to that point, it's like anything, it breaks. So how can we um, put it back together? And, and we, we need to take it slowly and you know, fall, but pick yourself up and keep going. Thank you for not only talking the talk, but you've walked the walk. A lot of people out there, I'm really drawn to, but sometimes I don't necessarily feel they have an authentic story. Sometimes I feel that they haven't done the inner work mm-hmm. behind what the product of them that I'm looking at. So I, I, I completely appreciate all the work that you've done, especially around creating a toolbox, not only for yourself, but for people to choose from. As a former teacher, I always used to tell my students about their writer's toolbox or their social emotional toolbox, mm-hmm. and that I could provide a menu of things to choose from. But ultimately, it's up to them because I'm not always going to be their teacher, their, their writing 
guru, their friend, their whatever role that they saw me as in the classroom. So thank you for doing that. And I couldn't have scripted this, but Maria doesn't know this. And I didn't know that about Maria, but I am also a person who devoted my early twenties to getting over an eating disorder. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of work and the work didn't work until I sat with two different kind of counselors. You know, you, I went to the nutritionist and played the game and did the exercise and went to therapy, all, all the things that, you know, back in the nineties, they would recommend. But until I was a graduate student sitting in, this is going to sound strange, um, a priest's office. And he happened to be a counselor too. And he had me read Victor Frankl's signature piece and teach me about resilience and hope. And then I went to pastoral counseling, you know, Christian counseling, where a woman who had gotten over an eating disorder herself said, this has nothing to do with food girl. (laughs) The light clicked. And so after all these years of trying since gymnastics made me hyper crazy about body image and performance, I learned that the performance was an inside job. So thank you for doing all that work. And I, I couldn't have scripted or known that you had, you know, that in common with me. Thank you for all that you've done. Well, and I think like we may be different, but we still are women. And I think that's where my passion for um, really caring empathetically, compassionately, and that, um, you know, it makes me want to cry because, um, you know, we were supposed to be here and have this conversation and, um, having four children and having two girls and two boys, um, you know, I never wanted them to experience what I've experienced yet. They've experienced it on their own in different ways, but they had different tools because I'm a different mom than my mom. And, um, And I feel that um, we can uplift and support each other and empower each other to, um, to be the best person that we can, you know, and, uh, and I think that's been the joy of being in Kathy Heller's program and the joy of watching women, um, you know, I would say, put your big girl panties on Maria and go for it. Um, and she, you know, she was saying, you know, 30 seconds of radical courage, just go for it, do it messy, where as an eating disorder person, we're perfectionists yes. <laughs> and, oh, no, no, I can't do it. I have to look perfectly and how that truly is, um, it's progress. It's, and yeah. how you have to fight with that inner, um, perfectionist that is, you know, really just, um, I've kind of coined her as the Corella DeVille. Ah, I like that. And I don't like that character when it comes to Disney either. No, no. And mean and, and, you know, browbeating and that that is no longer serving me. So Mm -hmm. that's where the softening, I believe, of the yoga, because it works with your, the chemicals in your brain, because I do a different meditation, because you're healing to the body, you're not so strenuous and it's a challenge because people say, I can't do it. I can't calm my mind. That's the, that's the point. And the point is we need, we need to have it all in moderation and in balance in order to, you know, I want to live long and I want to live well. And I want to be able to do these things, watch my kids have grandchildren, be able to 
um, hike and bike and do all these things that if you don't have a strong physical body, mind and spirit, then what is there, you know? How did you feel recently? So I, I do follow you on social media and everything. Was it your last daughter that just graduated? How did that feel getting to that last milestone and knowing that this would have never happened if you, if you hadn't poured into yourself? Oh, I never, didn't think of it that way. Um, hmm. I'm just um, forever grateful to have had all these children and to see how they're such amazing humans and to see that they've all come into their own and um, knowing they love to come back and hang out with their mom and dad, knowing um, that they have truly been my teachers. Mm-hmm. You know, I can remember with my oldest who was now 27, having had her, I remember thinking, oh my gosh, she's this gift. And when's this gift going to leave? And sitting on my bed and, you know, when you have that kind of postpartum crying and you're so emotional and then just really like, now I have to take care of her. Oh my goodness. And, um, and I believe that you just don't really know how equipped you truly are, that everything is with inside of you. That's amazing. mm Mm-hmm. What pride you must have felt as you watched each of your children, you know, start moving on to their own independent stages. Mm-hmm. I am a mom of a 19 year old and we had the empty nest this year and it took a lot to get used to, but it also forced me to think, okay, you brought that beautiful being into the world. They're flying now, mm-hmm. but it's, it's time for you to fly again too. <laughs> um, it's it's such a neat, neat pivot. I agree. I agree. And I think what has happened um, because of the pandemic and because of losing, leaving a job that was so near and dear to my heart, um, I had to cultivate, um, you know, a new way and to pull on those, um, those tools that have been in my toolbox and dust some off and add some in and throw some things out. And to recognize one of the things that I would always talk to my clients of or um, about the word should, like I would say, I, you know, I'm not shitting on you. Right? I love it. <laughs> but really I was shooting on me mm-hmm. like, and I recognized through, you know, self inquiry again and peeling back the onion and going, wow, okay. Um, why am I doing that? And, and then also, Whose voice is that? Is that the Corella DeVille? She's no longer serving you. No. And and what um, can I do to reframe that communication and and recognize some of the early programming that I had and uh, changing it and using whatever tools that started to come as a... Um, I think a divine download or a divine intervention. Um, and I will share with you. Um, I believe my mom had been a huge, she's been in heaven and, um, she was, you know, her name is Rita and, uh, she was, you know, the, I would say as a kid, the wrath of Reet, if you do not do, but uh. she was strong, um, youngest of four, you know, and uh, drove when no one drove. You know, she had so many qualities that 
I guess I was like, I, I, I thought I had them, but you know, she, and I could feel from heaven, like Maria, she came to me one time, um, like actually a couple times and said, if not now, when? Mm. And I was like, where am I hearing this? If not now, when? And that was um, a prompt to recognize that the way I was living and the things that I was doing in the previous experience that was not in alignment and, and I need to change it. And it's, I need to. That's mm-hmm. so beautiful. And as a person who I, my mom is hanging out with your mom, uh-huh. <laughs> um, cause I lost, I lost my mom, my, uh, both my mm-hmm. birth mom who I never met and my adoptive mom just in the past few years to cancer. Mm-hmm. They're, they're all up there and they're all cheering us on. I just know it. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I, uh, I, I love that message that you received and I, you know, know some of the things that you have given to the world through not only yoga, but special education. And then, you know, helping with the cancer organization that you did. Mm -hmm. I mean, those are really beautiful, big things to give back to the world, but to know that all of a sudden they're not in alignment anymore. Like my teaching career, I gave my heart and soul Mm -hmm. for 21 years, but to know that's a really beautiful thing to be doing, but it's no longer your thing to be doing. If not now, when, I mean, you, you had these downloads from your mom and, and her kind of, you know, communing with your, your heart, but mm-hmm. what was the final leap that made you say, okay, that's it. This is, this is a permanent pivot. I'm moving. Well, the permanent pivot came when, um, with my partner and, we were in a strategic plan and the plan was going and I was um, going to be, we were co-founders, which will continue to be, but the position that I was going to be having was a step down. And then I was going to have to um, report to her and that it really became a corporate structure. Mm. And I believed that um, that's not the way I envisioned this, this, nonprofit going. The mission to me was about wellness and the mission was um, beautifully stated. And I was feeling like that was not um, how the infrastructure was. And I couldn't deny that that was not my truth. That was my, and if you, and I'm in integrity and I felt like my integrity and my, um, who I am was on a line and like, I had to draw the line and say, um, no. And, and then when you do that, um, you'll get pushback. And then to mm-hmm. realize that that pushback um, is out of your control in ways. And then you have to make a decision. Are you going to uh, you know, leave the highway or are you going to leave below? And I chose to leave the highway and, and say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be okay. Thank you for listening to those nudges because those are, those are hard. Oh, tremendous. But I also believe that if like with the women that I had served, um, they probably had things in their life that caused dis-ease or was uncomfortable, divorce, grief, jobs, you're staying in it. And, you know, um, and they now have cancer. I was in my choice was, Hey, cancer cells are always in your body. It's whether they get turned on or turned off. And the trajectory for me was turning them on because I wasn't seen for who I am. People wanted to change me. 
And, and then I was given the truth and the truth set me free. It may have been hard to hear the truth, but you know, um, I was given a gift of truth and, um, and I think it was, um, I believe, you know, kind of correlated with the world, like, you know, and, uh, so I am about health and wellness and I will always be about health and wellness and, and, and learn, um, you know, that sharing is caring and really, truly seeing you and you're not a, um, a diagnosis, you're a person. And that's what I felt like every single person I met. I wanted to understand that, um, like even a person that comes to me as personal training now or can't do yoga, I would say can't, you can, if you choose to, you might do it differently, Yes. you know, um, but breathing and walking and stretching and reaching your toes is yoga. Like what's our mindset here? What's our thoughts around it? So we maybe don't use the word yoga. Maybe that's a trigger. Maybe we use stretch. You know, I, I think it's just something that um, I know if you have trust and faith that you can, um, you know, I, I will share now. I actually have someone that's been coming to my class for six weeks and it's my sister. And um, she has, hasn't worked out in years and her, you know, and she's like, uh, can I come? I said, of course you can. I'd love for you to come. Great. You know? Um, and she, I go, you're going to be my transformation story because uh-huh. your, your daughter's getting married in October. You've been complaining about this and this and that your physical. And I don't know what you're doing, you could, but let's start there and you're going to feel better. Right. And she's like, Maria, I, I hate this every day. When I come to class Monday, Wednesday, Friday, but I, I go, but don't you feel better after that? You made the commitment to you. You're doing yeah. something good for you. You may not you feel it after, but it's, it's um, a lifestyle. It's not, I often say it's not a diet. It's a lifestyle. It's, right. you know, how I'm choosing to, I think really show true love for yourself. Cause if I can't fill my own cup, mm. I can't fill my own heart. Um, and truly learn to love myself. How can I love another person truly? Right. You know, when you go to that judgy, I'm, you know, it's like I can hear my mom saying, you know, you only, if you're pointing a finger, there's three looking back at you, you know, Ooh. right? You had like, a wise mom too. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, um, so there, I hope that the wisdom, and I think that quite honestly, um, I feel like we all have pearls of wisdom if we live long enough and if we are able to, you know, beautiful to have a community to to be able to share each other's because, you know, you might trigger me to say, oh, I can do that or, oh, you know, it's really a, uh, uh, you know, and even you being a writer, you know, I've, um, that's been, I've had a block of like, I can't write because I've had that that negative mindset. And so, you know, I remember someone saying, someone could be a ghostwriter, you know? And I was like, yeah, but you know, but then again, I could hire you to help me to go, Oh, Hey, did you try this? Do this, you know? And it's, it's for the first time, I think, um, raising my hand and saying, it's okay. 
you know, because I think as a kid, you raised your hand, they didn't get picked. And then you got picked and you were so afraid. Oh my, I went to Catholic school. I did too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's great, but it's not great. You know? Right. Yeah. Lessons, you know. Oh but, my goodness. Yeah. It's, it's so cute to hear all the things we have in common. <laughs> my mom was yeah. a Catholic school principal. Wow. Um, so talk about, oh. yeah. You, you you better toe the line um because yes. uh yes. you know yes. she she wasn't a nun obviously but you know she mm-hmm. uh she ran a tight ship sure and i think I, that's needed except yeah. that there's that gray area of oh how about the person that right, that draws outside of the lines i'm so proud of your sister for <sighs> trusting you to do that because you're probably going to be at the wedding, I imagine. And yes, I am. talk about a transformation story. You're going to get to share in her joy, which is her goal to not only feel better every day, but when she's enjoying that day with you and your whole family, mm-hmm. you're going to be a part of that just because you were patient with her and showed her, you know, yoga doesn't have to look like this. Yoga right. is about you and what you discover. Um, you know, one of my heroes in life is Chelsea Memel, and she is a gymnast in her thirties who does that, you know, and she mm-hmm. has had children and she works out and she is so proud to show you everything she was on tour, but wow. that's what gymnastics looks like for somebody who enjoys gymnastics. It's not, you know, somebody who, you know, has to look absolutely perfect doing it and have, you know, an eating disorder around it or anything else or have the the pressure that someone Biles did, you know, just, I think our heroes can look like everyday people. And when we, you know, say, Hey, sister, you're going to be my hero. When I, when I see what you do for yourself and she's mm-hmm. going to look at you and say, how did you help me through this? Because <laughs> yoga comes from inside it. It's not that I have to look like the person on, you know, the Gaia videos or whatever. Right. It's, right. it's just such a gift that we can take people where they're at and help them enjoy the experience and celebrate who they are in it. And then find joy around that, not just some product that you have to end up with, you know, 50 pound weight loss or, you know, whatever it is, you know, that you found all this joy in the process. And thank you for doing that for her. I can't wait to see the pictures. I can't wait. Um, And what you're saying is, um, is key in that she is, um, has a goal, but she also is realizing yoga is the mirror to look within. And it's also yoke meaning union so creating this union within your body your mind and your soul but she's committed so she's also um i'm happy because it's just one piece of the puzzle that she's recognizing yeah Yeah, that she's also committing to taking care of herself and doing self-care and i'm able to to assist her in that as you know any sister and I, I truly feel that way about really, um, you know, I've said I'm the cheerleader, you know, I was laughing because I sent, um, you know, team Kathy at, at, like, Hey, all done. I did all those things. You know, I said, you guys, I, I love knowing that other women can maybe see my Instagram or see me sending it. So maybe they're living in quiet desperation, not knowing where to turn and, and, who could who could help me because they're feeling lost and alone and 
you know, just for 12 weeks in time, they can see themselves in other people. And maybe they might have the strength to raise their hand and hear, um, be heard for the first time. Then that launches them. Maybe, you know, so I think that's been um, so unbelievably beautiful to watch. Okay. And I love that. And I was a part of that. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I love yoga exactly. and I, I've done it on my own terms and like one or two times live. But I mean, when I was healing this winter and I mm-hmm. am still like not where I want to be weight wise, but I don't think about that, you know, all the time. But when I was trying some of those poses, I'm like, there's such resistance going on, but there's this beautiful woman gently leading me and going, you know, you're going to take this at your own pace and we're going to meditate through it. And you're going to think about why you're feeling the way you are during the yoga practice. I'm like, this is the real deal. This is what yoga's about. This is not, you know, the fact that I can't, you know, turn myself into a pretzel, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's, exactly. it's all the emotions that I was going through and going from running, I was running seven miles a day. I'm so proud of myself before I, we moved to, um, uh, this part of New York state. Mm-hmm. And that was during the pandemic. And I was like, yes, I'm finally a runner again. Mm-hmm. But then my body started giving me clues that I needed to be more gentle. And I'm like, I don't want to listen to this, but I need to lean into this. Then I, I started doing bar mm-hmm. and I started I doing that. more Pilates and yoga. And like, I don't miss running, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. that's great. That was yeah. a part of my life. But now as I'm getting older and really listening to my body and what it needs, it's so beautiful to be open to exploring different paths to the mind, body, spirit connection that I need and not just running it out furiously, fast and furiously. I I just love the fact that you were a runner too. And and you've made those pivots. Yeah. And I think um, for me, my body was talking because my husband, and now we walk um, and hike and bike. But, you know, my hip was, I could, I've ran eight um, half marathons and um, two full. Yeah, they were really amazing. Um, One um, through a um, a nor'easter and I had just turned 40 and uh, my baby was two. Wow. And my girlfriends came and uh, took care of my kids so I could run it. My husband was on travel. Um, It was unbelievable and different types times in that and I looked at that actually um as kind of childbirth you know you're you're having to the stress on your physical body was challenging like the the contractions you know and then you have to ride the wave and then you're like okay I can make it and um through the first marathon I was gifted with people along the way that were like really angels mm-hmm. And, uh, and a woman I was working for as a, at a gym, uh, she met me at mile 20 and ran in with me. Um, wow. I'll never forget Eileen Yard. Yeah. So, and then, you know, different things like my, um, in the Marine Corps Marathon, uh, my partner and I were a bunch of people and um, he kind of went off on his own. And I would look around and I was like, oh my goodness okay, I can do this. Even if I'm walking it, I'm going to do it. And you look around, there were Marines, you know, with one leg or there's wow. such visions of people. And you're like, it's a gift. This physical body What's the worst that can happen. I walk. So my hip started, um, I could hear it a little bit clicking. Mm-hmm. And I thought, you know, you want to keep this body strong, 
So walk, keep cardio. You need it all. Um, and do things that make you feel good, you know? And yeah. on some level, I think for me, the running became, um, it wasn't feeling good, but I was doing it, you know? And so I'll run on the treadmill, you know? Um, I've been picturing, I used to love to roller skate. So I've been- Oh my goodness. <laughs> I, I loved, and I thought I have to buy myself some roller skates, you know? And that would be fun. My, yeah, uh, yeah. my nephew just- turned 16 and he had a full on like throwback to whatever time period roller skating party. And I wasn't able to attend because we were moving and everything, but mm -hmm. I saw the pictures and I was just like, there you go. Mm -hmm. It just made me so happy. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I, I love how you have taken your life and at each step kind of built and aligned a life of integrity to you. And when I was sick with COVID this spring, you know, I spent the last two years in a classroom fighting everything I could tooth and nail, wearing the mask, doing this, everything, like so much stress. And then I'm home away from everybody. And I got COVID <laughs> and I listened, I listened to two books during the two week period. I listened to Martha Beck's The Way of Integrity mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and Joe Dispenza's Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. And yep. I just hear you and your toolboxes aligning with everything I learned in those books and everything I'm trying to kind of line up with myself. It's just kind of neat that some of my, you know, my mentors on paper and some of the people out there that everybody are learning from you, you're, you're doing, and I don't know if you were doing that intuitively or if you had ever heard of their, their teachings. I've listened and read his books for years. Um, and it's been I've utilized a lot of his tools and um, a couple of things that I was doing um, during the pandemic before getting out of bed, I was doing gratitude. Um, I also recognized um, before that, like, you know, with children, um, kind of retracting and playing out yourself. Like kids are in school, you're jumping out of bed and hitting the alarm, then going downstairs and making lunch and, and kind of replaying and going, how conducive to stress is that? Very conducive. Cortisol, I jump up and, and I was like, wow, how good is this for me? How good is this? I'm working in cancer industry. How good is this, Maria? So I st started to do a lot of self-reflection, self-discovery. So, um, and I said, you know, your, your body's going to wake up when it, wants to you, you're, you can turn the alarm off pretty much before you even um you know get up before you even hear it i said so your rhythm and then i thought and when you're getting up are you getting up with gratitude how you get how you put mm. your feet down on the floor so um i've done it as a practice for a couple years you know hand on heart close my eyes before we get up out of bed and you know whether it's three breaths um Recently, I've utilized on Mel, Mel Robbins, I am safe, I'm okay, I am loved. Love Before that. we do, maybe do three things of grat gratitude and then really notice how I pick my, put my feet down on the floor and, and how do I start my day. Um, and I know it's made a difference for me. You know, I love all the steps you have out there too. I was checking out your website and you have a million ways to practice gratitude that I wouldn't have even thought of. Oh. So thank you for putting those out there and, mm -hmm. and sharing those with everybody. Is Mel 
Mel Robbins, I know a little bit about her, but is she also the high five person? She is. Okay. I've seen some of that stuff. Yeah. That's, it's really exciting what, uh, you know, some other people are doing with mirror work. I know I do mirror work with my storytelling coach and I'm like, why am I doing mirror work with a storytelling coach? But Mm. it's such a beautiful practice. And I think gratitude can go into everybody's toolbox, no matter who you are. Oh yeah. And different and learning, um, you know, if you live out your life um, with well intentions and and look for the signs and you know keep adding to um, what's working, what's not working for you, and uh, you know I I think that's been the beauty for me to have. Um, I don't watch TV, and I choose what I watch, and it's generally a you know. Um, and I've been enjoying so very much positive information on on podcast on the YouTube it's and um, I've taken you know advantage of it um, to change and learn and grow and it's been um, you know and it's funny because one day my kids were like oh is that your girlfriend who are you talking about I go, is that an internet person you know and I'd be like oh, that's my Kathy that's my this I learned these things you know and I think that but again it's learning that and then putting it into action it can, it can stay up here or stay in here, but without any movement forward, where's it going? Right. And media consumption mm-hmm. is, is something we can do with intention as well. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't had cable in years, but mm-hmm. you know, once Same. in a while we'll do a nice, you know, fantasy binge, you know, like for a couple yeah. of days with my yeah. husband, just to have some fun or some star Wars or things like that. But Oh, my kids. That's great. We have the know, old ones. Yes. Yes. Media can be a good thing. And especially Mm -hmm. right now, I mean, there's just, oh, there's so much ick. I don't know how to describe that around all the the political decisions. And you can choose to be a part of the ick, or you can choose to have conversations with people you love and, you know, Mm -hmm. share your, share your truth around, you know, things that are really going on in other ways. And I just love that we have choices in, in what media we consume, whether that be TV or, you know, something on a podcast or everything else. So thank you for, for bringing that up. Yeah. Like I often will say, be the change that you want to see. You have to be the change. You, you have to be that um, for yourself. And one thought um, when you were talking about hero, you know, often, um, and I did that today, you know, when you're in hero's pose and yoga, I would say you have to be the hero of your own life. Quit searching. And I, I'm saying that because I've searched. It's really in here. I keep going in, Maria. Keep going in. I love it. And I, you know, I don't say this with any ego, but I became the hero of my own life this year by writing my book. And I, my whole goal was to heal the people. And I'm like, well, girl, you got to heal yourself first. And I just finished that. And I can't tell you like the feeling around finally saying the manuscript is done. Here you go. And just looking up to heaven and saying, wow that was for me too. And I don't know where it's going to go and everything, but I'm so glad that I, you know, in a time that I didn't have a job, I mean, I I was on medical leave. I was kind of floating around the internet, joining these nice programs and everything that I, I chose to write my story. And Mm -hmm. I hope that it can help other people find their story. And if I hadn't chosen to do that, I wouldn't have had this book 
publishing person say, Hey, you ever thought about a podcast? And I said, you gotta be freaking kidding me. <laughs> I'm like, Kathy Heller is telling us we need a podcast too. And I'm like, are you serious? But it's been such a joy. It's been my way to connect mm-hmm. to other people go, Oh man, other people are thinking about these positive things too. Why not focus on the positive? It's there. We just, mm-hmm. you have to choose to tilt your lens that way. Yes, you do. Put the, put the, take off those other glasses and put the new ones on. Mm-hmm. That's Replace amazing. Them. Yeah, it is. And it's truly um, a choice. Yeah. You know, and, and, and thank God, I think awareness, thank God that you could see that. And, you know, that's the, that is a gift because so many people, um, you know, can't or haven't had the opportunity, whether it's, you know, and I think it was with ritual, he was mentioning too, like, why is it that, you know, I had to hit bottom, I had to be, you know, losing my house, my wife, you know, um, and, you know, an attorney, big paying attorney, and, and I'm, you know, an alcoholic Mm. until, you know, why do we need those? And he's like, he goes, for some reason, he felt, he said, you know, sometimes I think, but just pain, that's the, that's the impetus. That's the thing that really pushes somebody, you know? And I guess for me, uh, in some ways that's true, but I'm learning that I don't need that, you know, yeah, grace is good or just, you know, it's, you know, you don't need it. And grace that's, and mercy with ourselves first, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then we can offer it to other people too. It's, yeah. It's such a a great way to live. Yeah. And also the receiving, you know, like I think that as a giver, as a teacher, uh, taking care of people and that um, can be the balance of learning that that some way can be a codependent experience. Yes. And then learning boundaries and learning, okay, what's, what's your side of the road you need to take care of and what's my side of the road. Right. There's pain points that people have out there that I just, as an empath, Mm-hmm. feel so deeply and then yeah as an introvert you know try to handle it all on my own and then say how can I help that person how can I heal them it's not my responsibility it's just holding out to light to say hey you can do this too find your own tools they're here come on mm-hmm. let's join mm-hmm. up together mm-hmm. we can we can make a new story right link arms but also recognize that you can link arms but uh you know, it has to be an even, you can't overextend yourself. No, I need my right. full arm, you know? Yeah. Oh, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's come to the, what I'm told is the challenging part of the podcast. <laughs> oh, as, <laughs> as, as a teacher, I, asked, <laughs> I know I'm like Socratic seminar 101. Here we go. But I love to ask mm-hmm. hard questions. So mm-hmm. I have three hard questions, but they, they always have the juiciest answers. So that's why I asked them. (laughs) Sounds good. Um, So my first question, I am all about the everyday gal. So I realized that when people are making choices in their self-care, sometimes they may not have, you know, a plethora of financial resources. That doesn't mean that they can't attain those resources. It just, at some points in our life, we have to go with what we have. And so I always ask, what is one free, absolutely free form of self-care that you would recommend to the everyday woman out there in America today? Get outside, take a walk and breathe. And just looking at something um, other than your four walls um, is beneficial. It changes your chemistry. 
And you, they've done many studies that even if just looking at a different landscape, whether it's on your computer or in a book, can actually change your, the rhythm and the um, physical body and the mind. So our mind is very powerful. And I have been um, talking extremely a lot about that over the last several years um, and trying to, uh, I guess, prevention and be aware that um, so many people will start saying, I'm getting old, I'm losing my mind. Hear yourself what you're saying. You are manifesting it by just your words. Words matter. And that you need to take care of it by the words, yes, but the food that you're intaking affects your brain and just doing simple tools. That's why the breathing exercise with the hands every day is bringing more oxygen to the brain. It's simple. It doesn't, your hands hope, thank God you got maybe 10. If you don't, just bringing conscious breath. Yeah. You know. Thank you. Those mm-hmm. are definitely part of my life and part of the reason I moved to the Adirondacks because I mm-hmm. wanted to change my walk. <laughs> I wanted to see different things and just, I don't know, just the quality of the air mm-hmm. up here too mm-hmm. is just a gift. So thank you. Thank you for that. And okay. um, the second one, this is fun because you can go a lot of different directions. Okay. If you could help anybody in history at any point in time, it could be in the past, it could be right now, could be someone that you look up to, someone you really didn't like in history. But if you could pick one person in history and give them a self-care tool, what would it be and how do you think it would help them? Wow. Hmm. This is for my son, who's a history major, and we talk nonstop. So I always try to think about how one person can change the course of history. And if they had a self-care tool, like, wow, what would that do? Hmm. That's a toughie for me. I'm thinking um, first person was coming to mind was Louise Hay, but Louise Hay, I would imagine had all the tools. And I think from what I understand is basically um, she just left the bot left the body it was done you know she did all the self-care um, and in healing um, I would say history hmm. It could be somebody. Um, I would, you know who I would actually think of is Oprah. Because I think I love her. I think that she has done tremendous with um, just tremendous work in this world. And um, I've often wondered with all of her money and prestige and everything that what's she's missing something. Mm. that I feel that if you go back and forth and yo-yo with your weight, there's something missing. And um, I, so I would say I would want to talk to her about what's missing. Uh, what a gift. And, and kind of hold the space. Cause I don't, 
as I, the picture in my mind came to her, was her sitting, her and her friend Gail, you know, and I was like, boy, what's missing in their girlfriend or something like, or even her husband, you know, he's not a husband. What is it, you know? And um, so, and, and I often think everybody's got something, so maybe that's her thing. And, um, and I think, goodness, you know, with so much money in the world, that that's, I'm, I'm surprised that that's wow. still her thing. You know, what a, what an interview that would be like a reverse interview. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, that's beautiful. And, and I, I feel bad for people with, um, you know, not feel bad, but, um, you know, I, um, I know weight's not the issue and I, um, know that I, you know, that my, it's an inside job and I know that I'm grateful that, um, that I'm alive through my experience and, you know, there's shame around it, but I've healed it, but you can still layer and you can still feel, I still have complete empathy for myself and anyone, any woman, any man that, um, that live, you know, uh, live with that, that energy held, right. you know, and not, and it's restrictive and no free freedom, you know, and our world's unkind to people. You know, we, you. we're unkind. Such love, I feel, that you, you know, that you have even, you know, for somebody famous like Oprah, you know, but I mean, I can feel that healing energy and, and maybe she'll feel it too and figure it out. So thank yeah. you for, for sharing that. Mm-hmm. Um, the last one is personal. So the last question is what right now, and I don't, you know, say it has to be a book or a song or it can be anything, but what's lighting you up these days? What is keeping you focused on your joy and your self-care? Um, what is keeping me just, I am in complete, um, kind of awe and gratitude that I am able to have the freedom to choose what to do. And for the first time, um, I'm in, you know, I felt like, I mean, I've always worked my whole life. And, um, and I'm grateful that at this time, I'm not at a nine to five Mm. and that the times I work, I'm choosing and I'm choosing who I even want to work for based on how I feel in their presence and the people they draw in. And it's a different way, um, and it's pretty exciting because you're, it's a different, it's just a different way of being. I would agree. I didn't even know I had choices <laughs> regarding like who I spend and give my energy and time mm-hmm. to as a teacher, because mm-hmm. you had to give it to everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, yeah. there's, there's, there's some funny show that my son watches and he's like, you never know what's going to walk through that door. And <laughs> you had to be ready energetically and everything, no matter what. Oh, and yeah. now I'm like, okay, am I even going to open the door? <laughs> you yeah. know, yeah. I, I'm so glad that, that you're giving yourself those gifts. Yeah. And, and I also think that, um, you know, healing yourself, like you had mentioned, you too had to heal. And I think that, um, 
being patient with myself to heal those pieces and new and discovering, um, Oh, that's that. Oh, you know, like, Oh, I didn't know that was still there. Oh. And, um, and being more playful about it, I can say, you know what, my husband and I have a little, we have a little farm and we have a little, you know, the, the Herkimer diamonds and like getting dirty in the mud to find these things. And I think, that's amazing. Look how beautiful they are. And that I found it in mud or I found it in the rocks. So it's kind of like, wow. And, um, and then like just seeing your growth of, of food and that, you know, we put the seed in and, and, and really enjoying the food that you, and, and, you know, he's been doing it for a number of years. And because I was working, I wasn't participating. Mm-hmm. And, and this time I am and finding, wow, a appreciating him for the hard work he was doing that he didn't really have to say, Oh, look what I'm doing. Right. And that I'm really um, knowing how overwhelming and how, but that um, he loves, you know, he didn't complain because I, I think he was loving it and I can see how you can love it. And I have gratitude for the farmers. Yeah. And That's- that, you know? Oh, such a nice gift to your marriage too. I mean, that you're exactly, exactly. you're giving each other that time as, and I'm sorry, as a poet and a, and a writer, I'm here thinking like, you have to go through the mud of life to get the diamonds, you know, you to, you have to exactly. go through the seed phase and the, exactly. oh my gosh, are you ever going to bloom phase to get to exactly. the the produce that we get to enjoy to nourish exactly. ourselves. I mean, just, mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm hearing all that, you know, all that exactly. beauty evolving in your marriage, you know, that mm-hmm. something that you didn't even know he was working so hard at. Now you're a part of and exactly the, the fruit and beautiful things that are going to, you know, shine right. from that experience in in your relationship. That's so awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And, you know, um, and I think I value the day, you know, um, and I value, um, you know, unfortunately, too many people passed away, you know, especially in the cancer world and then, you know, out of that world. But still, you know, if you, you know, if I had to do my life over, would I pick more daisies? Mm. Now, would you, what would you do? You know, mind over your matter, you know. Um, so, you know, I guess I said this morning to someone, they said, oh, you know, there's a door that's opened for everybody. Just got to walk through it. I love it. So you just picked up a book that's about daisies. Yeah. That's my mom's sign. So that's, <laughs> um, I just heard from my mom for the first time in a couple of years and um, it's all about daisies. It was on, it was like my last, second to last podcast. Yeah. So that just Wow. That just moved my heart to know that we're here talking about moms and mothering and mm-hmm. loving on ourselves so that we can see our grandchildren and just yes. Oh, nourish our relationships with husbands. It's 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 yes. all it's all connected. It's just so beautiful. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. So tell us where we can find you and how people mm-hmm. can connect with you to have you know, future conversations and yoga with you. Yeah. Yeah, sure. As a health coach and as a yogi and a um, a Pilates teacher, you can reach me at mariamckeon.com. And then also on Instagram, it's 
underscore Maria McKeon. DM me. Um, podcasts will hopefully be coming soon. Um, and that is called The One Healthy Woman, uh, Juicing Everything Out of Your Life. Oh, I love it. I can't and, wait to hear it. Um, one of my, I love juicing and I've utilized that a lot. So, um, and I just picture, you know, um, everybody's got, you know, juiciness to their life. <laughs>